Chapter Six of the Sign of the Cross in the Nineteenth Century. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Anne Boulet. The Sign of the Cross in the Nineteenth Century by Jean Goumet. Letter Six. Continuation of the preceding letter, The Sign of the Cross is a book which instructs us. Creation, redemption, glorification, three words which contain all the science of God, of man, and of the world. The Sign of the Cross says these three words with authority, with clearness, with sublimity. It says them to everyone, everywhere, and always. December 1st a divine sign the distinctive mark of the elite of humanity the escutcheon of the catholic such my dear frederick is the sign of the cross considered in its first point of view if it be true that rank imposes obligation i know of no means more simple easy and efficacious to inspire men with sentiments of dignity and respect for themselves than the sign of the cross made frequently seriously and religiously this is one of the reasons of its being this sign says a father of the church is a powerful protection it is gratuitous because of the poor easy because of the weak a benefit from god the standard of the faithful the terror of demons far from causing you to despise it its being a free gift should even increase your gratitude i add that its eloquence is equal to its power what does it say to man we shall see we are ignorant the sign of the cross is a book which instructs us creation redemption glorification all science theological philosophical social political historical divine and human is comprised in these three words the science of the past present and future is here and here only these three words are the lights of the world the bases of intelligence suppose for a moment that the world forgets them or loses their sense what does it become an agglomeration of atoms moving in empty space without direction or aim it becomes blind without guide or staff an inexplicable mystery to itself unhappy without consolation a galley slave without hope behold man behold society these three words creation redemption glorification are then more necessary to the human race than the bread which nourishes it or the air that it breathes they are necessary to every one at every hour and always they alone direct a life and every life an action and every action a word and every word a thought and every thought a joy and every joy a sadness and every sadness a sentiment and every sentiment this supposed reason says that god owed it to himself to establish a means universal easy and permanent by which to give to all that fundamental knowledge to give it not once and for a time only but to renew it unceasingly as he renews at every instant the air which we breathe to what doctor shall be given the charge of this indispensable teaching to saint paul saint augustine saint thomas or any other great genius of the east or the west no those doctors die and we must have one that is immortal those doctors dwell in a certain place and we must have one that lives everywhere 
they speak a language that cannot be understood by all we must have one who speaks intelligibly to every one to the savage inhabitants of oceanica as well as to the civilized inhabitants of the old world who then shall be our teacher you know it it is the sign of the cross it and it only fulfills all the requisite conditions it never dies it dwells everywhere its language is universal in an instant it gives its lesson in an instant every one can understand it in proof of what i assert allow me dear friend to discover a mystery to you the incarnate word whom isaiah with reason calls the teacher of mankind had resolved to die for us many kinds of death were presented to him stoning decapitation poison being thrown from a high place fire water and what not amongst all these why did he choose the cross a learned theologian answered this question many centuries ago one of the reasons why infinite wisdom has chosen the cross is because a slight motion of the hand is sufficient to trace upon us the instrument of the divine torture bright and powerful sign which teaches us all that we have to know and serves as a buckler against our enemies behold the sign of the cross duly established as the catechist of mankind is it true you ask that it performs its functions well in other words that it repeats and repeats in a becoming manner the three great words creation redemption glorification not only does it repeat them but it explains them with an authority sublimity and clearness which belong to it alone with authority divine in its origin it is the organ of god himself with sublimity and clearness this you shall see presently when you place your hand on your forehead while saying in the name using only the singular number the sign of the cross teaches you the indivisible unity of the divine essence by this word alone be you a child or maidservant you know more than all the philosophers of paganism what progress in a single momentary act in saying of the father what a new and immense ray of light in your intellect the sign of the cross has told you that there is a being the father of all fathers the eternal principle of being from whom proceed all creatures celestial and terrestrial visible and invisible at this new word are dissipated the thick mists which during twenty centuries concealed from the eyes of the pagan world the origin of all things you continue to say and of the sun the adorable sign also continues its teaching it tells you that the father of all fathers has a son like himself while making you carry your hand to your breast when you pronounce his name it teaches you that this eternal son of god became in time the son of man in the womb of a virgin in order to redeem man man is then fallen what brilliant light does this third word cause to rise upon your intellect the coexistence of good and evil on the earth the terrible duality which you feel within yourself that mixture of noble instincts and base propensities of sublime actions and shameful ones the necessity of struggling the possibility and means of rehabilitation all those mysteries whose depth so long puzzled and perplexed the pagan philosophers are no longer veiled from you you conclude by saying and of the holy ghost this word completes the teachings of the sign of the cross thanks to it you know that there is in god unity of essence and trinity of persons you have a just idea of the being by excellence the complete being 
he would not be such were he not one and three if the first person is necessarily power the second necessarily wisdom the third is necessarily love this love essentially beneficent completes the work of the father who creates and of the son who redeems he sanctifies man and conducts him to glory what clear teaching for the direction of the life of nations and individuals for kings as well as for subjects if aristotle plato cicero or any of the other ancient seekers after truth those philosophers legislators and moralists exhausted by study and tormented by insolvable doubts had heard of a master who taught with the depth and sublimity of the sign of the cross we may hold it as certain that they would have gone to the uttermost end of the world to see him happy to spend their lives in listening to him in pronouncing the name of the holy ghost you have formed the cross you know not only the redeemer but the instrument of redemption thus while the sign of the cross inundates the mind with dazzling lights it also opens in the heart an inexhaustible source of love a new benefit of which i shall speak hereafter in the meantime answer me is it possible to teach in fewer words with greater eloquence and in more intelligible language the three great dogmas of creation redemption and glorification the pivots of the moral world the generating principles of the human intellect a being created a being destined for eternal glory a being redeemed man behold what you are what do you think of this dear friend is not this theology but if theology is the science of god of man and of the world if philosophy the rational knowledge of god of man and of the world is the daughter of theology if from theology and philosophy flow all sciences politics ethics and history it follows from this that the sign of the cross is the most learned and the least diffused doctor that has ever taught do you wish to know what place it holds in the world i will tell you to-morrow end of letter six